Hello, hello guys, hello, hello, hello every single person who's tuned in, wherever you're tuned in, near and far, welcome, welcome to another Kako Tea Show with yours truly, JL Joseph. I'm so happy to be joining you guys here. Oh my God, it's 2020, happy new year. Those of you who celebrate the new year, most people I think celebrate the new year in every culture. Um, I have quite a, a vast audience, so I'd like to make sure that I include every single um, every single community. But thank you so very much to every single one of you who have supported. I want to wish you um, a happy new year. You know, um, whatever you wish for, for the new year. I know some people make resolutions when the year starts or before the year ends or into the new year. Um, whatever your resolution was, I hope that you, you get to fulfill it. Um, I personally don't do resolutions. I just roll with the flow. I'm one of those kinds of gals. <laughs> I just roll with the flow. Uh, so, uh, I just wish, you know, whatever you, whatever you want for yourself this year, uh, that you work hard and that you achieve it. Um, it's, a it's, a it's a good 2020 start for most of us. Um, it was for me. I celebrated 2020 in in Dominica, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And back in Canada now, and ready to roll for another Kako Tea show. Okay, let's get everything out of the way. You're gonna see this ring on my finger. I'm not engaged. It's just a ring. So before anybody starts, somebody already asked me about that when I was talking to them about a week ago so let's just get it out there so that everybody knows i'm not engaged that's the only thing that even could have done so i just put it on that finger all right so we move that out of the way we have an exciting show for you i just want to before further ado you know thank my sponsors uh this show is sponsored by digicel of course extraordinary network 30 countries those of you on the digital app you can um actually get to see this live. So if you're on the go, you can uh, download and watch the show. If not, you can always go back. Uh, other shows are always posted there. So you can always check that out. I want to shout out the Digital fam, especially the family in Dominica. Big up to you. Big up to the rest out there in the Caribbean, especially Fabio and the gang out there in St. Lucia. Uh, thank you so very much for all the support that you guys have given me thus far. I really and truly appreciate it. And if you have not, um, or if you're on any other network, the best network to be on is on Digicel. FYI, moving along, <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Um, also wanna say thanks to Easy Barrels. Uh, that is your uh, barrel of, your barrel, shipping barrel of choice. So if you're out there in New York or in North America and you ship barrels to the Caribbean, make sure you're using Easy Barrels, they're affordable. I will put all the details in the link for you so you can get um, to connect, connect with them and get your barrels shipped, whether you ship into Dominica or anywhere else in the Caribbean. They do quite a few places so you could check them out. Okay. Whew. I had a little bit of wine before I started, so I'm feeling kind of hot. Keeping it 100, I'm feeling kind of hot. But we have an exciting show for you. Um, I always like to start off my show about, you know, how I met my guests, or how I know my guests, or how I ran into my guests. Actually, I was, I'm not normally one to, to 
go on people's Facebook page. It's just not something that I, I do usually because I'm so extremely busy. Um, but I recently fell on a post. I, I mean, I knew of this young lady. Um, I had seen stuff about her in the past, but never dwelled on it. But I saw this post, um, it must have been a month or two ago, and um, it was uh, by Jessica Ricketts. So if you're locked in, Jessica, big up to yourself. She actually had just received the shipment of skincare product, and it was by this person who's coming on, on the show. So I was like, oh, I didn't know she did have skincare. So of course, being the nosy esthetician I am, because I'm an esthetician first before everything else, I'm like, you know what, let me go see what's up. So I started like doing a little research and whatever, because you know, you wanna, one, you wanna support um, your local people or, or at least your Caribbean people. Um, two, you wanna support your black ladies, hello. You wanna make sure that you're supporting your, your black queens. And three, you wanna make sure your skin looking on flick. So I wanted to check her out and see what her products are about and what she's, and I'm like, while I was, you know, it was probably about one o'clock in the morning. I was like, you know what, let me hit her up and see if she would be interested in being on, a, on the show. And, you know, in learning a little bit about her, um, basically researching her without asking her permission, I, I learned a few things and I was like, okay. I didn't know all of this was happening. So we I decided to invite her on the show and she is here. She is here live in person. Hi, Judy. Hi, guys. Oh my God. My guests, my guys, my friends, my fans. Yes, I know you there. So send me a little hi. Tell me what's up. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited that you guys can join me again. Leanne is here. Judy's here. Let me know if you're there. If you're locked in, send me a message. So I know you're locked in. I'm actually using a different interface that I'm accustomed to. So I'm still getting used to it. So if you see me making magic, just know, you know, it's jail and her little issues <laughs> trying to organize and make sure that everybody gets to see the live properly. So without further ado, I want to welcome my guest. She's actually, she's presently in St. Croix where she calls home now and she's going to be joining me live in just a few seconds oh hi colin eh, eh. colin says she loved the ring colin make sure you rewind on the live eh? because i did say i'm not engaged okay you see i know them kind of things would have happened i should have put a disclaimer i am not engaged <laughs> thanks colin big up yourselves big up all of you who are tuned in without further ado let me welcome my guest to the live say good day to leanne hi leanne how are you i'm bliss how are you doing great it's so good <laughs> to have you here on the show firsties there's a lot of firsties happening right i know thank you for having me and everyone that's tuned in right now <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you so very much for joining us. Uh, we have a few folks coming on, and you know, I like to give them some time for them to come on and, and say their highs and their hellos and let me know where they're locked in from. Um, but uh, you are here with us. First time, first podcast for 2020 for you, right? Yes, I'm really excited. <laughs> you look more nervous. You nervous? I am a little nervous, but. What? It just happens. It's me. It just happens. <laughs> I still I still get some nerves and butterflies when I get on stage right before. So really? Mm -hmm. 
I would have never in a million years think that. <laughs> you There's a like, lot that goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> you seem like one of those folks that, you know, you just like, oh, I can do anything, you know? <laughs> like nothing's working. <laughs> I do have that energy, but I'm still, I'm still a little human, you know? <laughs> okay, we, we, I, I always start off my show, you know, um, getting a little background on who my guest is. And I like to let my guests introduce themselves uh, and let folks know who they are. Um, and, you know, just, just who are you? Like when people ask, who are you? Who, they, who would you like them to know you are? To be honest, most people consider me Lutterfly and that's what they know me as. But truly, I'm Leanne Morancy, born and raised in Dominica, Grand Bay. I'm a daughter of the universe. I love all things creative. I, I admire beautiful creations, beautiful people, and that's just who I am. <laughs> My soul, that's really who I am. Why you say you're the you're a daughter of the universe? What what do you mean by that? <laughs> well, we are all given certain gifts, and I just believe that. I, with my intuition, I've been able to just tap into those gifts from a young age. And I consider myself one, a light worker, a starlight, someone who, in, you know, gives inspiration to others. So that's what I mean. Mm, we're going to get into that a little bit. <laughs> About that starlight qualities that you, all that starlight-ness that you have. <laughs> um, you, you grew up in Grand Bay. Uh, tell us a little bit about your childhood moments in Grand Bay. Grand Bay, my childhood moments in Grand Bay was beautiful. Um, I I did have interesting experiences though. So my, my childhood wasn't just butterflies and fairies, but I did enjoy a lot of uh, the community and family that the family traditions that we did in Grand Bay. And my family is Morancy family and my mom's side is Jules. So different dynamics but we came together and it was a beautiful experience so i didn't go to school in grand bay so most of my childhood days were really in town in roseau mm, like so, most people from the country tend to go to to town but it, it's funny that you say that because some people would actually travel far was that one of the things that happened to you where you had to travel to school or was it just you lived in roseau no, and it started very, very young, going to Goodwill Primary School at first, and I really had to take the bus <laughs> and go all the way down. And, you know, like when you're a child and, and you're, you're, your dad, my father was a cameraman for Marpin, for the television company. So he's out in the field and my mom is working. So it was literally the, when I say like a child in the community and the, the community raises the child, it was that experience. So you have the bus driver making sure you get to one stop and then making sure you get to, to school because you're so young. I did have to travel a long time. And then towards, I think about third or fourth grade, I went to convent prep and I lived in, in town at the time. So that was a better commute, but <laughs> it was experience. It was an experience. And you, your family, or you decided to to move move away from Dominica um, at a very young age. Um, tell us a little bit about when that move, hap that move actually happened, 
and what inspired them? Um, for me, in my perspective, I was going through a terrible time in my childhood where, sorry to get a little dark, <laughs> but it's it's my it's my truth. And um, I was experiencing a lot of terrible things in the home. So I've been sexually molested and those type of things. So I've, I've, I was experiencing that in the home that I was in at the time. And in my perspective, I just wanted to get out of Dominica. I, at the time, I wanted my situation to change. It just so happened that my aunt said that I was going, and I used to travel to, you know, every summer, my parents made sure that I got to experience different parts of the Caribbean. But this time my aunt said I was going to Houston on vacation to visit my dad. And I was really excited. So it, it was just a moment for me of being excited and being inspired to leave my current situation. I had no idea what was going on or what they had planned for me in that moment. So my friends just knew that I went on vacation to Houston. <laughs> there was no, I'm saying goodbyes, my teachers, nothing. <laughs> okay, I'm, again, I'm sorry to hear that you had some a really tough time as a child. Um, you you say that and you smile, but it's it's so it should have must have been so difficult for you. It was difficult. <laughs> I can smile now because I've healed from it, and you know that basically inspired my whole entire movement of you know first love yourself. But it was terrible, and and that healing process is still going on. You know, it's an everyday thing, and I'm sorry to just put it out there, but. No. It's something. It's it's part of my. It's part of me. <laughs> as much as it's part of you, it's good to know that you can heal from it. Um, it, that must have been like I didn't even know that about you. Even like doing our tests, you know, when we did our little run test, um, to make sure you know the lights were good and everything was good. You know that part of you we never spoke about. You know that never came out. So you kind of hit me like a brick because I. Woo! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, no. I, I've normally I speak about it you know, in blogs and on radio interviews and, and things like that. But I'm sorry to just lay it on you. No, 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 that's fine that you feel comfortable enough to, to speak about it to this audience. Um, it must have been a really, a really tough time as a child. Um, I hope that you receive some sort of justice, if not some sort of solace um, from it, because that is a regular thing that happens in the Caribbean. And a lot of times, the best um, situation or the best solution is to remove the, the child out of the situation because for most people, nothing, no justice is ever served. You know, you, you find it so. So it's good that your, your parents, did you actually speak to them about it or was it just something that they, they decided you know, taking you out of it? Um, no, it, it was it was completely silent. I remember once I tried to tell, you know, the adult in the house and they didn't believe that it was happening. So my parents didn't know. They were just my aunt was just sending me to Houston on vacation to see my dad. So from their perspective, I was just going to Houston. From my perspective, it was like, yes, get me out of here. <laughs> wow. So, so you get to Houston and did you? ever tell your parents or your, at least your dad that, hey, I don't want to go back to Dominica because of this, this, this? No, to be honest, what happened was we moved. So my parents relocated before me. Mm -hmm. I was just, you know, as a child, you don't really, they don't really explain these type of things. And so we moved to Houston. 
and I was enrolled in school and, you know, I started my whole entire journey in Houston, but I told my parents when I turned 18, <laughs> when I felt that I was an adult and I told my parents. And so it was an interesting time, but I did. How did they receive the information? First, I told my stepmother, but my father, he, hopefully he isn't watching this right now. <laughs> I've had to calm my dad down through a lot of those experiences. Let's just say that. But my stepmom, she's really, really supportive. And um, she is actually a teacher of Goodwill Secondary School. So it was a great, it was a great experience for me overall. Okay. So you tell your, your family that that happened. Did you seek therapy? Like what happened? Well, there was, I, I did experience like some anger management classes and those type of things. It was, it was tough. <laughs> it was tough, but I went through the process, the speech therapy, um, anger management. I'm, I basically healed myself, you know, just from finding the information out there and knowing how to, I guess, work on emotional hygiene. So that helped me. I did that for myself. I took that initiative as well. Wow. Yo, Dominic has some strong people. Like, <laughs> you know, they use that term lightly resilience, but I, I think you don't even understand how strong it is. It's probably like Dominicans. It's probably, you know, like I find like a lot of black women can share these and just you, you can be so, you can use people like so you're free now to go about your life and you're not letting that hold you back. And you have definitely achieved a lot. So kudos to you for taking charge of your life because somebody tried to mess around with it. Um, not let that put you down. So I wanna, you know, I wanna give you 10 thumbs up. Give you, I would have given you, you know, 10 thumbs up, you know, for actually um getting your life together and, and, and being strong and remaining focused because so much could have happened, especially being exposed to the States, to America, where there's so many other- Oh, and a lot did happen when I got to America. <laughs> a lot more. So there's more resilience and more tea. <laughs> Do we want, those, we want any more of those breaks? <laughs> but that but that informed you to Leanne Lutterfly. Definitely. <laughs> Why do you call yourself Leanne Lutterfly, even though you are Leanne Morales? I, well, I first it started as a child loving butterflies. I was always obsessed with butterflies, you know, in Dominica, loving butterflies everywhere you went to the gardens, you'd find butterflies. And growing up, I kind of received some inspiration from them because they're always floating, beautiful, you know, just just going about light, light energy. Whenever you see a butterfly, you you don't frown. Like you may not, there are people who may not recognize us a butterfly, but once you see a butterfly, you recognize the beauty. And of course, um, growing up, I realized that it was a spiritual connection for me. So I connected to butterflies as my spirit animal. And that basically gave me a whole other awareness about a different reality that I didn't know at the time. And through pageantry, um, First Love Yourself became my platform. So my platform in pageantry was youth empowerment and development through the fine arts, First Love Yourself. 
And when Chelsea Williams and I started the Stay Golden campaign, it was only right that let her first love yourself, let her fly. <laughs> so it, it was like a play on words type of thing, but it was, it, it was really what gave me that, you know, go ahead and that empowerment from inside to move forward and started on my self-love journey. So Letterfly became a thing. While I was in Houston, I used to dance um, on the Caribbean scene. So Letterfly was also my nickname there. So that name has just, it's just been my life. I've crafted it into what my business is today. Wow, that is beautiful. Um, it's <laughs> It sounds very light, like, you know, like, like feathery, like you're floating. Like yes, fun. like pixie dust. Yes, it does. Good to see you um, and, and branding yourself along with your spirit animal because you, everything seems to just um, embody each other, you know, like it, it just becomes whole. You speak about page, pageantry. You have been in quite a few pageants. What made you want to... Um, put yourself out there because normally when people have been through some trauma in life, they become reclusive. You've decided to pretty much expose yourself. What made you want to go about into go into pageantry? Uh, why did you choose pageantry? Um, I like to say it was chosen for me. <laughs> to be honest, um, at the time in 2014. My partner, Chelsea Williams and I, we launched Ulala La Promotions, uh, basically an exhibition and an art portal for the talents and creative people in Dominica. And in the, at the time, Houston uh, was having a Miss Caribbean Houston pageant mm -hmm. and someone referred me to that uh, system. And Chelsea Williams and her aunt, Andrea, Andrea, is it Joseph? Andrea Joseph. But Andrea was amazing. They basically helped me and pushed me towards, you know, doing the pageant. And real, I realized that it was an opportunity to for exposure for the people that I love. I'm in the entertainment business. I'm in all the communications, the arts, poetry, everything creative, music. So it was an opportunity to have promotion and exposure for that group of people in Dominica. And that became my platform and the whole Stay Golden campaign. So I chose Miss Caribbean Houston. At the time, it was ran by um, Shari Augustine and she had like a, a butterfly theme as well. So I was like, oh my God, it's butterflies. My sash has butterflies. And it was a whole metamorphosis experience. So. I took that experience to heal my, as well. I took that experience to just grow through it. Um, and it wasn't always easy, but I decided that if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. <laughs> so Miss Caribbean Houston was my very first pageant. And I, I couldn't imagine myself being on stage, you know, prior to doing that pageant and it changed my life. Wow. So you, you 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 went and you went ahead and you did also a pageant in Jamaica called um, Miss Legacy. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about Miss Legacy. So for the first pageant, Miss Caribbean Houston, I was uh, I captured the first runner-up position, 
And that position forwarded me to Miss Caribbean United States. That pageant was in New York. And I competed about against about 17 women. And while after that pageant, I went to Dominica for some time and I received an offer to do Miss Legacy International. And that was gonna be in Jamaica, but I was in, no way. No, I'm, I'm mixing up the stories. Oh my God, I'm mixing up the stories. We have to That's go back. Okay. So this was Miss Caribbean United States. Mm -hmm. Moving to St. Croix, mm -hmm. that happened. There we go. <laughs> so now we're in St. Croix. I came on vacation and I got this opportunity after Miss Caribbean United States to do Miss Legacy International. There we go. And <laughs> Jamaica, it, it was, I was my first time going to Jamaica. I had never been before. And it was an amazing experience. I end up like capturing the title and my life really changed then. If I thought, if I thought my first pageant was it, Miss Legacy International really what made my dreams come true. What exactly do you mean by made your dreams come true? I was offered an opportunity to empower an entire group of people. And for me, that's all I'm here to do. <laughs> that's, so that's my sole purpose, is just really to inspire. On this journey, I learned more about myself. I got into yoga. I got into learning about numerology and crystals. And it, it gave me an opportunity to share that with the world. It also gave me an opportunity to go to various schools and impact the youth. And I was able to host um, workshops in Dominica, in St. Croix, in Canada. Um, it, it was just a dream come true. <laughs> wow. Everything. Everything that had literally written on paper manifested. Wow, that sounds that sounds phenomenal. Like you, <laughs> you speak about a lot about um, your yoga and and teaching and young people. You're also a, a kindergarten um, teacher and and a yoga instructor. Where? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out where that fit in. Oh, oh man, this. <laughs> yoga. I've always loved to dance. Um, in high school, I when I moved to Houston, I was in drill team. So I used to dance during the football games, halftime, those type of things. I did ballet for a while, and after my first pageant, it was an opportunity for me to just explore. <laughs> explore and it wasn't until my first trip to California with Chelsea that I, I was exposed I guess to these type of things and and it really interests me it pulled it pulled an interest to me and I traveled to Anguilla I was able to focus and do a retreat and get my certification and all of those type of things in Anguilla and coming to St. Croix, it was an opportunity for me to actually teach. I have private clients now. I teach at the university. And it's it's crazy when I think about all of the, you know, the directions. But I, I really enjoyed it. But yoga came into my life to my life at a time where I needed it. I needed to not only focus on my physical wellness, but emotional mental and yoga did that for me and 
it just tied in my my love for dancing with it as well. Wow. We're packing them up. What, what are you calling them? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're definitely secure in the bag. <laughs> Any which way you need to. You're <laughs> in the bag, okay? Um, so you, you, but your journey is interesting because you've gone from pageantry, you've gone into teaching, you've gone into yoga, but you also have a skincare line. Um, but in addition to that, you have, you consider yourself a psychic medium. Now, for those of us from the Caribbean, we always look at when you are psychic, you think of diab, you think of, of sorcery, you think of some sort of um, some sort of craft. You some people though, because I know of people who would um, they would dream of a number and they'd go in their little dream book next morning and go, they'll play their lottery, you know. So and I can win and win. win in as much as sometimes. Um, I actually have an aunt who like swears by that, but something as much as people think of this as some, some extra spiritual something that they don't really want to get into or really open themselves out to, you have decided to, um, to go out and speak out and say, Hey, I'm a psychic medium. I wouldn't like you to explain to us what you as a what what your role is as a psychic medium what do you do what does it entail is it a job do you like do you go in a crystal ball and say abracadabra ala kazoo is jail going to get pregnant food or something like that <laughs> i want you to explain to us uh, i'm going to be very ignorant you know because um in as much as we we don't sometimes we just don't understand certain things and we put our some our assumptions based on what somebody might have told us something we might have read and whatever but i want you to explain to us what do you what is your role as a psychic medium i'm not sure how to answer what's my role as a psychic medium but i can say what feels true to me <laughs> because we all have different gifts um and I can resonate with some of the things that other psychic mediums do, but we all, even you, Jay, you, we all have different gifts. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm an empath and in so many ways of that word. And I receive- You say you're an empath. Empath, E-M-P-A-T-H. Okay, so what does that mean? Um, it's basically you're highly sensitive. That's 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 the moral of it, but it's it's you can be different types you know, you can, there are different types, let's say. So there's clairvoyant, clairaudient, those type of things are people who see more than others, see through different realms. You can also be auditory, so you can hear certain things. Some people feel more. So it's, it's literally the thing where you can touch it and visions come through of what, you know, that thing experienced before. So it's, it's, it's re it goes deep, so it depends on the individual. For me, I am all of those things, and I'm working on auditory. <laughs> so when you're all of those things, and you're working on, you you just said that some people are certain things, 
and some people are not. So How do you I believe, I believe we're all born with certain gifts. We're all given certain gifts from the universe. That's why we're here. We're here to shed, share our gifts. So if you are an intuitive, if you're more of an intuitive person, you can basically work on these experiences. So every time you do have an encounter, instead of it being like, whoa, this is weird, whoa, this is weird, you're actually open to it and you start you know, receiving it and being calm in the experience. So you start to be more receptive to that type of reality. So as an empath, if you are clairvoyant and you're able to see certain things like in your dreams or you can see entities and those type of things, that's your special gift. If you're auditory, you can hear voices, you can, telepathically, like I can literally listen to your thoughts telepathically if you're auditory. If you are someone who feels more and you're more sensitive in that way, you can actually feel everything that's going on on, on a specific land, in a country, in an island. So it, that's what I mean by all of those things. <laughs> Some people go like, oh, that being crazy. Yeah. Right? I've heard it. I've heard it. <laughs> I mean, we're keeping it 100. Some people might say, Leanne, who fall? We must have. <laughs> must have. Right? Um, what, how did you realize that you were these things or you had these, these um, gifts? These, uh, things like this was always happening to me. As a child, I would have these interesting dreams. Um, there were recurring dreams for a specific time. I would literally have an experience to where I see something happened and I'm talking to the person and they're like, but you never told me that. You never, you never, you know, you never shared this with me, but I'm speaking as if it already happened. <laughs> so it's because it's, I've already received it and it plays. And, and my gift for me, it's like, I actually see it. So I have that sight and I actually see it play out. So it, it is really interesting, but I started paying attention after my first trip to California and I started researching, okay, what are, what are these things? What is that really happening to me? I why, haven't been. Why did you only wait till you got to California? What about California made it resonate with you or made you say, okay, I need to check this. For, I've pinned point it to the detail, I think I had a tower moment right before that California trip. A lot of like terrible things was happening to me in Houston. I've experienced homelessness. I uh, broke my ankle. Um, it was just, I had a tower moment. I, I was in a dark place and California was, hey Chelsea, I'm buying two tickets and we're going. <laughs> I'm just buying two tickets and we're going. And, and I just felt the need to. And I went out on faith. I really went out on faith and I went out to California and it was just Chelsea and I. And during that time where we stayed, we stayed at a hostel and there was a woman and she used to pray. She was praying in Latin and there was a guy from Holland and Cape Verde and Brazil. It was just an interesting experience and it was my birthday. Mm -hmm. And that was my first reading that I've ever received. And it was so accurate. <laughs> I'm like, 
Whoa. And then, you know, she wanted the, the she wanted like specifics on Dominica and where I was born and the time. And it was so accurate that when I went to Houston, all of the things that happened after that just gave me a brand new awareness. And I took the initiative to go research. I did my research mm -hmm. and I looked into it and I tried to figure out what was going on with me. And on my self-love journey, I I got to know who I really am. And numerology was a beautiful experience for me too. So all of these things, I think really, because I was open to it, the universe was like, here. <laughs> now, I, I, I've asked a lot of questions and I probably sound like a skeptic, but I'm not. Um, I actually believe that people are have these gifts. Um, some people more than others. Um, I, I don't like to say I specifically have a gift. Uh, like I shared with you, um, you know, when we connected, um, I do I do get a visit from a specific person, um, and that person has guided me for the last probably six or seven years. Um, when I say guided me, that person has given me specific specific details about me and others around me. Um, in terms of what's going on with my life and what path I should take and what direction. So when I tell people I'm blessed because I know what I'm talking about, you know, because I feel um, to an extent that in as much as discussing with others, you know, with who different faiths or different religions, you know, um, it could be God just guiding you. It could be, it could just be, um, you connected to that person. Why do you feel some people feel like me? Why do you feel like I have been um, exposed to that person or that person reveals themselves to me? What does that, when people, when that happens to other, because this happens to people on a regular basis. And a lot of times we ignore it and we think of it as- It's, it's like, always around us. Crazy, you know, um, what exactly, why should someone pay attention? And how do you know that you might have an extra gift or you might have the gift of communicating spiritually? And is that a thing, you know, like? It is a thing. I think for you, like I said, we we're all born with it. What happened is throughout our patriarchal life, we forget. So remember when, when children are born, you might see them having imaginary friends, and those type of things. But along the way, our parents tell us, no, you shouldn't, you know what I mean? So these, th this is what puts a cap on our imagination. Your imagination is magic. So with you, if you weren't paying attention to it before, and now this person is, is you know, visiting you, it's because you have a specific connection to that person and you trust that person. That's the difference. So you trust the voice, the person is there to guide you as your guardian angel. You is this person has this person passed away? Yes. So so the person passed away. And of course, you know, um person was very close to me, and I'll I'll be quite honest, it was my mom. Um, very close to me, and um she has revealed herself to me hundreds of times. Um, she's given me specific information, um, specific information in terms of what I should do. Um, it, it's not, it's not all the time. Like even sometimes when there's uncertainty, I don't get her 
coming and saying, oh, do this. You know, sometimes I'm sure about something and it doesn't just happen. It happens when I least expect or unexpectedly. You know, like I would not, not be sure about something or or I would just be sure about something and she'd come and like, she, she'd visit me and she'd like, she'd go down the right path. Like she recently, you know, you know, she, she, she made a, she came to me and she said something to me and you know i was speaking to to another person that related that it was related to and and they were like oh my god you know they were like completely freaked out, freaked about out. It. <laughs> they, again they had not shared that information with anybody and um so she she's come to me about specific details and sometimes it's not even for me and i don't even know who it's for exactly and so if so if if you are because you have that specific connection right and she visits you and you trust that connection at that moment you are open to those type of experiences you know mm -hmm. if you were to say i'm in a moment and i want to learn more about my guides because i'm able to connect with my mom i want to learn more about my other guardians my other guardian angels my other guides more people, more people are going to come to you. <laughs> Honestly, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I had an experience. I worked at a dental office years ago. And when my great grandfather was, I was not close to my great grandfather specifically, you know, like we were not like, you know, some people say, oh, I grew up with them and you felt such an attachment to them. He was not somebody I was close with. I learned about him later on in my life. I met him. Um, I think it was back in 1995 was when I first met him when he moved back to Dominica from England and stuff. And I remember the day he died, he came and he stood up in front. Like I saw the person and like, I you you are clairvoyant. You I, have the gift of sight. <laughs> on the chair and the girl who was going, she's like, what's wrong? I was like, oh shit, I think I just saw something. And and then my mom called me a few hours in and told me he passed on, right? So I've always been like, okay, like dismissive about this. Oh, that does that's not for real, you know. And even even knowing that my mom has visited me and like I'm aware of it, now that I'm aware of it, I'm still not open to knowing anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, that's the cap. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm still no, and but that's good though. That's good because you know that your mom wouldn't steer you wrong. So she's a higher vibrational entity. She's a higher vibrational entity, and you trust that because it has all always led you to positive things, right? Mm -hmm. So some people, when they say it's Bagai Diaba and Obia, it's because they are also low vibrational entities. There, there, there are entities out there that are just looking for a house and a body, this physical body, you know, to, to do crazy stuff. So it is real, you know, it is, it is real. For me as a medium, I, it's kind of weird. I don't know. It's kind of weird. But for me, I can normally sense death. Like I know, I know when it's someone's time to go. And, and it's a crazy thing that I've had to, come to terms with but it happens it happens have you met people and know hey you're gonna go soon because of that how do you deal with that so my guides 
I'm a techie person, right? I, I love tech technology. And my guides know that I have to believe it to know that, okay, this is real because I have a wild imagination. So they, I would literally say they play games with me. <laughs> so for a crazy experience, even here in St. Croix, the morning of a huge plane crash here, one of the artists uh, passed away on that plane crash. I had a, I had a dream. I had that dream that that happened. And I'm, I'm messaging a friend of mine. I'm like, hey, uh, don't go on any of the bridges in Dominica. You know, like my friends know this. I'm like, don't go on any of the bridges in Dominica, not knowing that this was like really right here. If I had tuned in, I would have known, you know, it was right here. And then I got stronger. I realized, okay, this, this is a thing. <laughs> and I got stronger with that experience. And I would be at work and I would literally get a fax with someone's name on it and then flip on Facebook. And then the person is like, you know, had an experience and had an accident. It, it's, it's really weird, but it's just how spirit, you know, manifests to me sometimes. And like I said, I'm a really, really, really sensitive empath. So I receive from feeling, from sight, from auditory, from just, you know, geographically. It's, it's interesting. I've actually had dreams of some of the things that happen all the way in Paris you know, and I'm waking up in the morning like, oh my God. <laughs> how, do you, how do you deal with that? Like when you when you get all, because it could be good, it could be bad. It could be anything. How do you deal with that when it relates to somebody? Exactly. Um, one, one of the ones that was really difficult for me to deal with was Emil. Do you remember Emil? From Dominica? Yes. So I was in Dominica at the time, and that weekend, a group of us, we went to Portsmouth, and they were riding their bikes and everything, and it was a, it was a beautiful experience. And he, he pulled me to the side and had a conversation with me. And in that moment, I felt that, and I couldn't share it because I'm like, you know, you don't want to believe it at the time. I went to Houston, and that night I had a dream. In the morning, that happened. And that was someone that I was close to. I was connected to his friends and those type of things. And it, it, you just get stronger in being able to deal with it when it's when it's when it hits home. Wow, you you said Emil, and that just Emil was I was not as close to him in his latter years, but before I even moved to Canada, like my grandmother's house is before his house. So I knew him, like we used to hang out. Like the, I remember my first, my first um, really good memory of him was him picking me up when I used to work, I used to work this part-time job. And we going to Sufria and he convincing me to walk on the jetty with him in my clothes and pushing me off the jetty. <laughs> that sounds like him. <laughs> Really, really good and then I later, later learned that his mom was from Vegas, which is where I'm from, and it's like family, you know. So, so you saying that I just have to like, you know, because he's like somebody that was was very dear to me. In as much as we did not hang out, I remember actually my my one of my first, actually my boyfriend's first birthday to, as as a couple, Emil came with us. 
Emil came with us and got him really, really drunk. And he <laughs> out all of that. So it, he, I just have some really good memories, really, really good memories. I mean, so you mentioning that uh, really, really touches me, you know, and I'm sure people who are very close to him um, would probably feel the same way. But you, you mentioned that you, you can feel death or you can feel, what are the other things that you, you, are, you are in tune with? Beautiful things. So I've um, I've basically seen the end picture of how this world is going to be like this euphoric experience, and that keeps me, you know, going and having this light energy. Um, numbers. I normally get numbers in my dream, but so I can't use it because I guess that's against the rules. So I just give it to someone else, and then they win the lottery. But you know, not the big lotteries. I don't but doubt, the, I, but you know, the little ones. I was about to tell you that because some people say, so if you're a medium, if you say you're psychic, why are you not reading the lottery? You know, like- but Because you, you can't manipulate your gift. It's, it's just it's just like when, when, you're a when it's natural to you, the natural thing is to help, to aid. It's not to manipulate, you okay. know? So, like, what what prevents you from not wanting to use it to your own benefit? Would you lose use it to your own benefit? Tr trust me, I need the money. <laughs> but it's just it's just an inner knowing. It's just an inner knowing that if it's if if it's not your time, you know, if it's not your time, don't try to manipulate the system. Basically, it's it's just that inner knowing. Um, but I'm a catalyst. So my energy, along with all my empathic <laughs> gifts, I'm a catalyst. And I don't know what was happening or when I received that, but I'm an alchemist. So just by touching you or hugging you or being around, whatever it is that's going on with you, <laughs> I'm a catalyst. So it, it just explodes. And, and that's the energy that I carry. Um, and I've also had to come to terms with that as well. Um, my friend, Chelsea Williams, I always mention her, it's because when these things were happening to me, to her, we had each other to talk about, to talk to this with. And it wasn't until I came to St. Croix and actually met an elder. And, you know, he impacted me with so much information. And along my journey, I've come across so many people <laughs> with amazing gifts. And it's just like, oh, sis, you got your tribe. You're okay. <laughs> You're okay. Does it scare you at all? Huh? Do you get scared at all? Not anymore. Not anymore. I know who I am. And that's the difference. So we tend to, to, move away from parts of us and what makes us truly ourselves. And from my self-love journey, I've just been able to love all that is me. And I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm still young, so I'm still learning more about myself. <laughs> Guys, if you have any questions for Leanne, um, that was the time to shoot those questions. I see a few people have come on the live. Sheba and Sharifa and Diana and Anna. Daffa, those of you who have been sending, you know, sharing um, the post, sharing the live, sharing the, the conversation. Thank you so very much. If you have a, a question for Leanne, now is the time to do so because we're rolling right along. So you put your question and we'll be sure to hopefully get into it. Again, for those of you who are skeptic, 
that's okay too. <laughs> that's okay too, because for the longest while, I think, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say for the skeptics, you know, because of course we live in a three-dimensional three world and we go to work every day. You know, these are not the things that we dabble in every day, especially in the Caribbean or in Dominica. But African spirituality, spirituality is a thing. This information, this knowledge is everywhere. You know, it's just if you seek it and if you do decide to believe in it. And for the skeptics, I always tell them, research numerology. Because skeptics is like science, numbers. We like numbers, right? Numbers give us like a concrete, definite type of feel. So I always tell them to research numerology. Based on the letters in your name and your date of birth, you can know exactly what's going to happen in your life based on numerology. So for the skeptics, I always tell them, go to the numbers. <laughs> go to the numbers. You hear that? Because of all of your, you've had, you've been doing so many things. But one of the things that you're really passionate about, Leanne, is empowering women. Why is that so important to you? It's important to me because of my journey. I come from Grand Bay, a small island girl, and I've had interesting experiences. And all of those experiences were made to break me, <laughs> all of them from homelessness, from um, my ankle being broken, from you know being molested, all of those things were made to break me as a woman, as a Caribbean woman and being black, all of that. And if I, if I could have healed myself and took myself out of that, I want every other woman, every young girl, every young, to know that. And, and that has just been my dream, my legacy and, and, that's 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 basically it. I choose to empower women because I too was in a place where I didn't want to go forward. I, I I had moments where I wanted to end my life. And if I am still here <laughs> being a butterfly with a smile and I've came and I've through self-love, I've healed and still experiencing peace on my journey, I think other women should too. And that inspired me. Any plans of settling down, getting married, having kids, having a baby, whatever? I know, right? Because age. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting old, girl. When I said that cough is ticking, ticking. Age, right? Oh, man. Well, I've, shout out to the people that I've been in relationships with. <laughs> shout out to my past relationships because... They, you know, the guys that I really have connected to on this journey, they know me and they've had to deal with me in so many ways, you know? So shout out to them. Shout out to them. But kudos to them. No, I am thankful though. Um, but I have had an interesting journey on my love life. And, um, I met my twin flame recently and a twin flame the exact mirror of your soul really and how does one get to that how do you recognize that how would you know that that's a thing so 
if you think being psychic is like taboo, throw out the twin flame thing. <laughs> so most people would, would never believe the twin flame thing, you know, but after doing research on my journey, you learn that you are supposed to, supposed to meet up with 144 souls on your journey. These people at the time of your birth were part of you in this one light universe, right? And it's 144 people. Why 144? And how do you know that part of the 144, this is number, this is a number? You, you really don't, you don't, but you learn on the journey. So these people can be part of your childhood, part of your high school, um, whomever you still feel connected to in some type of way. These people can also be soulmates. They can be karmic partners. Karmic partners are normally people uh, that you are in that season for, for to learn a certain lesson. Mm -hmm. And you will continue to repeat that lesson if you don't learn it at that time. Um, you meet your twin flames and twin rays. Twin rays are someone you meet and that connection is just fiery no matter what. And you know that you guys are supposed to either be really great friends or you were brothers in a past life or something. And then twin flames are the exact mirror of your soul. So as a divine feminine, there's an equal part divine masculine. And... What is divine feminine and divine masculine? I, I am so gonna like, I'm gonna like, I, I wanna know. <laughs> because so, it sounds like besides divine feminine and divine masculine, there's another gender somewhere. <laughs> no, no, I mean, there's, there's a perfect balance in the universe. There's a perfect balance in the universe. So feminine energy, feminine power, feminine things, and masculine power, masculine energy, masculine things. So with feminine energy, it's more creation, fertility, intuition, procreation, right? So it's all of those type of energies. With masculine energy, it's stability, protection, provision, um, those type of energies. So when I say divine feminine is how you identify as a woman, as a goddess, which you are. <laughs> And divine feminine is how you, I mean, divine masculine is how you identify as a male, as a king, you know, as your birthright, that type of thing. Okay. So you said you met your twin flame. So you met the person who mirrors your soul. Yeah. How do you know that that is that person that mirrors your soul? For me, I felt like I'm normally just dropped on stork services and I've had interesting flames, all of them. So <laughs> there have been there's been situations where I'm like, okay, are you, are you not? And I was a skeptic myself mm. until it got to the point of a birthmark. It got all the way from me believing this connection. And but twin flames, you don't have to be romantic with your twin flame. You can choose to go on your journey, you know, romantically and get married and do all that beautiful things. But you can also just, you know, understand that if you do get to meet your twin flame in this world, that you are supposed to be the exact mirror for what the world can be. A perfect balance of divine feminine energies and divine masculine energies. But for me, it went all the way to realizing the specific details of our birthmarks. <laughs> so you guys have the same birthmark? Not the same, but 
as it the opposite. So it's the same shape, but where I have indentations, he has protrusions. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and how did you guys determine, did he also agree with you? Or was it just like you being your intuitive self say, oh my God, I think you might be my twin flame. Well, to be honest, I, at the time, cause guys, guys are crazy. And in my line of work, <laughs> guys are always, you know, throwing themselves at you. And I didn't believe it at the time, but he felt that there was something special with the connection. He felt that. And I was just being more open to it at the time. I had just left a really long term, awesome relationship. <laughs> and it, it was just so crazy that I had to leave from that relationship to meet him. And you know, we didn't have to go like the romantic route. We didn't have to do that, but he knew and I was open to the experience and I started asking questions. So I started asking my guides. I started reading up on him, <laughs> doing up on my own readings. And then um, he agrees, he's connected. We're telepathic. Like I can literally shoot him a message from my mind to across the room. And you can probably feel those things in your relationship if you're connected you know, to your partner like that, telepathically. Um, but there are many people that I am connected to that way. So it's not just him. I have quite a few flames. <laughs> well, look at you. But, but no one, no one in, in the way that we are connected. That's how okay. I knew that he was my twin flame. Okay. So, so... This song's confusing. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry, the, your audience. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you felt that you've met your twin flame, and does that mean that there's going to be a romantic connection, and you plan on settling down, and possibly having more ones, or are you just gonna continue to be a butterfly? I want to have twins. I want to have twins, so I have to settle down with a king. <laughs> Why specifically twins? I don't know. I've been asking for twins from since I was a child, and I believe in one pregnancy. So one pregnancy, two children. It's a win-win. <laughs> like, well, go for it, Leah. <laughs> one pregnancy, two, two, two babies, two beautiful babies, one pregnancy. And do you think that is possible? with you just because you just want it that you're gonna get it is that something that you feel spiritually or do you feel like um, this could just be one of the things that i want that i really want but i normally get what i really want because i work i work towards it <laughs> um but i do have uh twins in my family mm -hmm. it runs in my family and hopefully the universe is just like here you've been so great to other humans on earth here <laughs> What are the plans for the future for Leanne? For Leanne, for Leanne Letterness? Yes. Or Leanne? <laughs> first. Let's go Leanne Letterness first. Um, my skincare line. I truly want to continue to focus on that. And it's been amazing so far. I launched Goddess Butter this March. 
and I want to continue to have her in different islands and different boutiques. I want to focus on the actual healing aspect of my product. So it's not just the glitz and glam. There's actually a transformational experience going on because I infuse each product with crystals mm -hmm. and these are healing stones. So I want to take Leanne Letterness product line to the world and I want to release some music. That's what I want to do. Look at that. How yeah. do you find time to balance all of that? I think I've dabbled in a lot, but I've never really touched on music and it's been my life. I've been, you know, involved in the music industry for a while, but I personally haven't let out any music and involved. What do you like involved? Yes. You said you've been involved in music for a while. Well, for promotion, promotional wise. So I've done a lot of promotions. I've done artist management down to picking out artworks for covers. Um, listening to music, whether it's mixed and mastered. I've made connections to certain people on, you know, I've through pageantry, it, that was really my platform, being that connector, the, the person to literally be a platform and a network portal for the Caribbean. And I've just worked behind the scenes a lot in the music industry. Um, it's my passion. And I think it started when I was really young and my, my dad used to take me to all of the um, World Creole Music Festivals, mm -hmm. really, really young. And I would be in the Marpin booth. <laughs> so um, it's just been part of my life and I've, I haven't dabbled in music myself. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, it's, just, it's just only right, it's 2020. <laughs> Wow, you sound like you have a lot of things planned for your life. My eyes are cheering up. Sorry, because um, when I'm in front of lights, I need to wear my glasses. We, we spoke about that earlier, but I was just dead set. I'm like, I am not wearing glasses today. Um, but because of that, my eyes have been um, turning red. I've been trying all which way to like try and get get it to clear up, but it, it seemed like it's just getting worse and worse. Um, it, it it really is. Um, it's an honor to actually speak with you because, you know, um, things that people... It's an honor to speak with you. <laughs> Thank you. Things that people have thought in the past were so um, out of this world, were so crazy. People have slowly now um, started to tune themselves or, or look for other avenues or look to other avenues. Some people, you know, have uh, stared the case of the case of religion. Some people have said, "Oh, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual." Some people said, "I don't believe in either of them. I'm an atheist." You know, people have mm -hmm. changed over time. People have decided to adopt and adapt to so many different things that normally, being raised in the Caribbean, in an island, in Dominica, in Dominica, would not be the normal thing to do it would be considered for lack of a better word abnormal aka crazy you know so many different things you know people people would um would, would perceive this as um you have pretty much i don't want to say you've opened yourself up but you've you've let yourself absorb so much information and 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 also exchange so much information with with others and you seem to be on your path and you seem to be living a life that for one is not harming anyone 
it's it seems to be enlightening quite a few people <laughs> because I see people post about you. I see people, you know, make mention about you in various avenues. You know, um, um, as much as I spend a lot of time on the web, you know, researching people, one, as a journalist, two, just as somebody that just knows it. So it <laughs> could be um, benefiting and, and putting out information or putting out things that are positive. And that is what people can appreciate, you know? So in as much as we've not been able to come to terms with the psychic medium aspect of things, because we might think, hmm, I don't know about that psychic medium thing. Um, but I love the fact that you are open to explaining all of these. And I hope that our the guests or the people who are viewing would actually, they're actually receptive and they actually understand. And if you're interested, of course, you can always look her up. Her social handles are above or below, depends on what you're looking for. <laughs> uh, you can always reach out to her if you're interested in knowing more. Definitely. If you're skeptic, like you said, go to numbers one. But you could also do your own personal research. And if it's something that is not for you, it's not for you. But just right. because it's not for you doesn't mean you can you, you should knock down what has been quite fulfilling to another. Right? Um I'll go to the um to the to the chat because some people were sending saying some things. Uh Sheba says, Hi babe. I guess Sheba knows you. Uh so there was Sheba on there. Uh Dafa saying hi you know you, we had a few people um somebody by the name of pasu dada says i have a story to share link i think that person might be someone who, who um would be interested in connecting with you um people were mostly sharing things like um the reactions were like whoa you know for at merrifield you know i guess she, something you said resonated with her um uh, Alroy Brady says, amen. <laughs> uh, looking for the questions, you know, okay. So Floret Merrifield says, evaluate Morancy, Baba. I don't know if that means anything to you. Oh, I think I think she's she's saying who my father is. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. Um, so he's, okay. he's affectionately known in Grand Bay as Baba. Okay, all right. So you had a few people who were coming on and shouting me on. I think people were just more or less receptive and, and, and in tune and listening to the information as you presented it. And it was good information because a lot of times we are so like ignorant about certain things out there. One, we may not want to open up ourselves to it because we are fearful of what we may find or we may are fearful of what we might not find. Um, <laughs> and two, we're just, um, oh, somebody's saying, hey, um, Mel um, Melinda, Melanda, Melanda Jules, hey, come on, great stuff, love you, love your growth. <laughs> right? So, so we got your, your, your peeps, your Grammy peeps are locked on. <laughs> Yo, whatever I have a life, I didn't get that. Whatever, uh, sorry, I'm not talking to you. Whenever I, I have a life, I swear. The Grammy folks, they come out of the woodworks like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> has, especially when it's uh, someone from Grammy. They don't joke. They, they really do they support. support. Yeah. <laughs> from Grammy for continuing, continuing to support um, their own. But like I was saying, you know, like if you're not sure about something, learn about it. It's better and, to. 
And I would recommend yoga, starting with yoga. So yoga is not because yoga is a practice of meditation. It's not only to get physical wellness, but you really get into a mind frame and a stillness to meditate. You learn about yourself. You become more receptive, more open. You have more compassion when you are on your self-love journey. And during that self-love journey, you learn more about yourself. <laughs> you learn more about the things you resonate with. And if some of the things that I'm talking about today does not resonate with you on your journey, then I'm pretty sure that when you dive in, you will learn about yourself, you know, and what makes you light up as a soul being. And yoga did that for me. So it started with meditation. It literally started with meditation. And Bob Marley says it. <laughs> emancipate, your, emancipate your mind from mental slavery. <laughs> but yoga, you know, the amount of people who try to get me to do yoga, I cannot sit still. <laughs> I need to come to Canada. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you, I cannot sit still. Like, I've tried the YouTube ones, I've gone into people's studios. I've, people said to me, start like with yoga, Jill, you need to calm down, you need to calm your spirit, you need to. And people tell me that, but I feel the second I do that, I'm going to lose something. <laughs> No, and that's that's what it is. It's like we are so I, I'm wired like that. I'm like a machine. Like, oh, let's go, let's go. I'm always doing something. I'm type A. But yoga allowed me to calm down. <laughs> yoga allowed me to stop butterflying so much. But when you really focus and you become you come to a place of mindfulness, right? It you're not thinking of anything else. You're literally not thinking. <laughs> So our mind, you know, want is so wired to doing that. It's 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 a skill to put the mind to rest and be in a place of emptiness. And that that's what I think yoga does. And I remember when we connected earlier, you said you've become so detached to things. Yoga, yoga does that. Yoga does that. It probably does in yoga. <laughs> you know, because I, I don't need it. <laughs> Like it's so easy for me to like, even like with friendships, it's so easy for me to like go over friendship and not kill. Like, what's your I, sign? What's your, what's your sign? I'm Aquarian. A what? Aquarian. Oh, because you're an air sign. That's normal for you guys. <laughs> no, yo, I am just like people. People like my birthday's next month, and it's just so easy for me to just. Like go of things, like it's not that serious for me. Like people, my, my my friends, people who are close to me, have always been so shocked at how quick I could just even from moving on to move. Like I can decide today, you know what? I don't really want to live here anymore. And you know, week I'll be gone. <laughs> I'll be gone, and I will make plans that people say, "Are you sure you don't wanna?" I'm like, "No, I'm good." I'm cool. I'm okay. Yes. A lot of people, it takes it takes a lot for people to even get there to that level. <laughs> it's so, so quick. I can detach. And even sometimes I found even sometimes like I should not be detaching myself from something. It's like I'm compelled to. It's like like I just feel like that's it. 
whether it's a thing, whether it's a person. Um, it's so easy for me to, <laughs> and I always say to people, I'm, it's, I'm very bad at staying in touch. Like, don't take it, and it's not even that I'm bad at out staying of, in touch. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> what it is. That is exactly what it is. And as much as it's it's not a good thing for many reasons, in the sense of I am there are people that I really should stay in touch with, um, for a lot of reasons, you know, people who've helped you on your journey. But I'm just really bad at staying in touch. I will send you a text message. If you get a text message from me, just be joyful, you know, especially if you look me as well. I, I think it's because I can't. I don't really enjoy small talk. I, I don't, I, to be honest, I don't really enjoy small talk. So okay. it's like, okay, like tell me about what's going on, what's up, let's catch up. But the hi, hellos, okay, what's up? I, <laughs> I, I sometimes though, like I think about like friendships that, that I've cultivated and not let go of. And I think to myself, whoa, you could have like really, had a good relationship with this person. Same here. I, I, I resonate with that. And after I thought about that, I'm like, moving on. <laughs> I was like, sorry. Like, it's and it really is nothing personal. So I, I'm using this time to let everybody know it's <laughs> personal. Right? Me too. I mean, it's not personal. <laughs> my yoga. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's just so the people that I'm close to should consider themselves fortunate. Like the person that I, the person that I connect with on a regular basis, consider yourselves fortunate because I don't, I, and it's something I just don't even understand. Like I, I could go back how many years ago, you know, um, and think of people who I, I feel, you know, have touch my life in a way or you know we've had a connection and whatever there's some people that i will stay close with like i have a few people that i've remained close with but they're just some people that don't make the cut and those those are the people that are part of your 144 cells <laughs> we, we, i'm counting those souls <laughs> I'm gonna start counting those holes because <laughs> you have a point. You make a very valid point, you know? Some are here for a season. Some help you learn, some help you grow. Some of them, it's really terrible, but that's when you get the most healing done. Yeah. I believe in the season, the reason and all of that. <laughs> some are there for a reason. <laughs> a lesson. I believe, I believe in a blessing. <laughs> I definitely believe in that. But it, it, it's been a pleasure having you here with us on Faculty. Um, I want to wish you all the best in whatever you do. Hopefully, if you do touch Canada someday, you know, we can connect. Um, if you're in Dominica and I'm in Dominica, hopefully we can connect. I need to come I need to come to Canada. I came in August of 2018. I did Caravana, so that was really beautiful. But so, I don't... Were you hanging out around Dominicans? No, I came, okay. I went as Miss Legacy. I did the, I had wings in the parade. <laughs> I had like pivoting wings. It was really beautiful. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, my imagination. I'm really a butterfly at heart. So I was excited just to be fluttering around with my wings in Caravana. <laughs> but I won't I won't come when it's that cold though. I'm sorry. It's it's not that bad. You know, it's it's not that bad. Like right now, it's like centimeters of snow. How many centimeters of snow on the ground? You know, um so what what is the degree? What is the degree? Um, <laughs> the snow, okay, but the like I can't be in a place where my face hurts. Okay, so right now it's zero degrees. See? Zero degrees. It's zero degrees. Zero. <laughs> it's zero degrees currently. I mean, I don't really, it's not that bad. I just want to sweat sleeve inside. Inside it's warm and you want to go outside, you bundle up. Um, there's a lot of snow on the ground right now. So when I'm done this live, I'm going to go outside to shovel, which is what I don't like. I really don't like shoveling. I don't mind the cold, but I don't like to shovel snow. So. I love Canada, though. I think I've, I've always wanted to move to Canada. Canada is a beautiful place. It's a beautiful place, beautiful people for the most part. Um, just, I'm just, Canada go ahead. I think Canada is designed for OCD type A people. <laughs> Let me see your, those hands. Up. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Canada. I, I can I can live with it. I can live without it, but I love it, right? And um, for the most part, I mean, I enjoy the weather when it's cold. And when it's too cold for me, I dig up and I head to Dominic before I head to somewhere else, you know? And, and that's pretty much how it is. <laughs> I I know what to, I'm not stuck anywhere or, or I don't feel like I'm, and I will never take on a, a, a job that needs to stick in a certain place and I have to put in, I have to put in time off for me to go, no. Because you've been butterflying yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> so will you be traveling home for a carnival? Well, it's funny you said that because my very good friend just came on the live and she says, I am always here for you, Jay. See you in DA for Carnival 2020, but I will not be in Aww. DA. <laughs> She's trying to get me to come down for Carnival 2020, but I will not. I will not be in Dominica for Carnival 2020, um, but I will be elsewhere. <laughs> I will definitely be elsewhere around that time. Just not Dominica. <laughs> it, it, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you, um, Leanne. And you know, I wish, um, like I say, for most of my guests who come in, come on, that whatever you your your dreams, your aspirations, your wishes, whatever you want for your life, I hope that you get it. Um, not speaking from a point from a from a point of you know just wanting the best for another human, but specifically wanting the best for another woman especially a black woman right and and it and you know we, were, we spoke earlier on about you know before we actually did the live about being anxious and being black that is something that we a conversation we have to continue offline but as a black woman we carry so much with us that no that people normally look at all of the things that you that's happened to you that not that it's not happening to other races but we've been kept down for so long that if you when you can actually within yourself and say hey I can be a butterfly I can do whatever I want I can be wherever I want I can 
I can do whatever I want with my life and I can be successful at it. I want to tell you, keep doing what you're doing. You know, um, it keeps you healthy. It keeps you sane. And it doesn't affect anybody negatively. Negatively, you're doing good, right? <laughs> That's just how, how I see things as I'm going to wish you all the best. A, a really good 2020. You're my first guest for 2020. Yeah. A, lot of positive, a lot of positive energies, you know. And I just wish you all the best this year with whatever your skincare line, with whatever you touch may become magical, you know. I want, I want that for you as well. We're starting off really strong. <laughs> starting 2020 strong. Thanks again um, for talking with us. Um, you know, thank you so very much for giving me your time. And uh, again, all the best for 2020. All the best for eternity. And <laughs> doing you. I do want to say that if you have a dream, if there's anything that you want to get accomplished, write it down, put a date stamp on it, and work every day towards it until it, it manifests. <laughs> First, love yourself and always stay golden. You guys hear that? Love yourself and always stay golden. Thanks to those of you who tuned in. I really, really appreciate it. Look at that. Look at, look at who just came on. Robert Tong, he says, I have a dream too. What <laughs> Thank you so much for having me and everyone that's tuned in. Tomorrow, I mean, normally I don't have a show back to back. Tomorrow, got another show for you guys. Tune in tomorrow for another Kako Tea episode. Thanks again, guys. Love you all. Until next time. Goodbye. <laughs>